Third wheel. Third wheel. Welcome to the third wheel. With me, me, and you. Not Harry Potter fans then? No. Well, no. Camilla, I remember Camilla reading it's like the books. What? No, I, it was my older sister's thing. Oh. And mm. I just watched the movies because oh. the books were hers and I wasn't allowed. Right. But I'm also not a very good reader. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a great reader either. I was an English teacher for many years. I'm not a great reader. Confessional right now. It takes me ages to read a book. I think, I think it depends on what you read. Like mm. I usually pick like literary classics that are just like really hard reads. Yeah. But I could just read like, I don't know, an easy novel. Yeah. You can read a young adult chill yeah. novel. I just don't enjoy reading stuff that's easy for me to read. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. I get like bored. a challenge. Yeah. Mm. yeah. <laughs> but at the same time, um, I started reading Orlando. Oh, um, by I'm going to say Virginia Woolf. Is that correct? Oh, yes, yeah. yes, I think that's correct. Um, English teacher, not knowing who wrote what. Right? <laughs> um, but um, yeah, I struggled with it. Eh? I, I mean, I thought it was cool, mm. cool concept. Yeah, but like, yeah, I got like maybe a hundred pages in, and I was just like, oh really? my god, mm. yeah, I just wasn't vibing with it. You know how sometimes you like click into yeah, a novel, yeah. and you're just like, yeah, yeah. Mm. I did not get that, and I was like, damn, damn, not the one for me, I guess. <laughs> I've only read one other Virginia Woolf book, and it was it was really interesting, really cool, mm. but yeah, also really hard to get into. Mm. And I, because she, she, I think she was like an advocate for writing, mm-hmm. like feminine, like. As a woman, so oh, she yeah. kind of argued that like um, men write in certain in a certain way, and that all writers try to sound like that. Mm. And one example of it is like really long descriptive sentences. Mm. And then she was trying to like write in the way women would write. <laughs> but I don't know. I wonder if like we're not used to that. Or, Interesting. Mm. Yeah, mm. that could yeah. be a reason for it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Interesting. Yeah, the first thing I read from her was um, a essay, a very long essay, i.e. a book, um, called A Room of One's Own, yeah, mm-hmm. which was basically about women's, women's place in the literary world and the fact that when she was writing it that um, she felt like yeah, women writers were looked down upon, mm. invisible, um, not taken seriously. And she also talked about the sort of socioeconomic things surrounding that as well. So she was advocating that all a woman really needs to write as a room of one's own and it's not accessible <laughs> then and now. Damn. <laughs> yeah. 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 I read that one too. <laughs> oh yeah, am I? That's have good. I described it correctly? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think that's really accurate because she went to Oxford or Cambridge or one of the fancy yeah. ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think it was a lecture that she gave. That's right. That's why it was really long. And I think her aunt helped her, like, pay for her studies or something. Ah, uh, yeah. So she had some some support. Yeah, yeah. But not everyone has that. No. Yeah. yeah. I, you know, sometimes I think about those pieces of writing and I'd like to say like, oh, but that was then. It's kind of like, well, 
still the case. Like yeah. things are still inaccessible. Mm. Maybe not necessarily just on the basis of gender, but literature is still an inaccessible yeah. medium yeah. for most people. Um, it's true. Like if you don't grow up in a house with books or like if your parents don't encourage you to read, it's mm. especially now it would be so hard to get into reading mm. yeah. if you don't, yeah, if your parents don't to make you read <laughs> True. or if they don't even like reading or don't enjoy it themselves they won't yeah because yeah. it's like known as a hobby kind of mm. or i don't know but it's really important even just for like vocabulary and yeah knowing in order to read in order to write you have to be able to read yeah really mm. definitely um and also just in terms of like building empathy and mm. learning how to tell stories yeah. and stuff like that yeah. so important um and I think that's a nice little segue to introduce you <laughs> because um, you are the sisters currently sort of, I'm going to say, staring the wheel behind Auckland Zine Fest at the moment. Would that be an accurate descriptor? Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's more volunteers, but I guess... I guess we are the ones that feel guilty if we don't answer an email. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what it I comes love down that. to? True, true, true. Yeah. I think that's guilt is almost <laughs> what's made us stay a part of Zine Fest. <laughs> which is a shame. We we love zines and love events and creativity and all that, but you know, without the guilt we wouldn't be here organizing <laughs> things you know? yeah but i mean guilt is guilt is often a reflection um that that you care about something yeah right definitely um and i guess why i made that segue is because for me zines and as an extension of that zine fest is um one of the ways that we can make storytelling mm. and writing um, not exclusively writing, but storytelling, um, writing, poetry, mm. comics, all of that kind of creativity more accessible yeah. to people as well. Totally. Right? Yeah. So what got you into Zinefest in the first place? Well, I only got into it because of Camilla and Camilla was an original Zener in the family. Mm-hmm. Um, so you started when? And then like I... Uh, the first Zine Fest, I was aware of Zine Fest in like 2011, I think. One of my mum's friends, uh, Anita, she like linked me to the Zine Fest page and I was like, what is this? Whoa. Is this people, because I used to do like little magazines for the mm. family and like leave them in the bathroom and it was like. Whoa, Whoa. I know. what? Tell me more about this. Okay, That's so sick. I was like, very introverted. Love <laughs> I that. would spend a lot of time at home mm-hmm. and I would do uh, I don't know when it started. I think it started when I would stay at my dad's house for like school holidays mm. and I would just like draw a lot. Mm-hmm. And then I'd do like little quizzes, you know, you go on like PowerPoint and print out certificates <laughs> for yourself. I started a family bank one time oh, and yeah. I would like do a newsletter about the bank and the family <laughs> law. <laughs> oh my God, incredible. Um, and then, yeah, I'd leave it in the toilet um, for my family to read. Um, mm-hmm. And then, yeah, when my mom's family friend linked me to it I think that's what she was thinking of like oh you make things that are like zines you might like this Mm -hmm. and then in 2014 that's the first zine fest I was a stall holder at and yeah and that's how it started what what kind of zines did you bring to your first zine fest 
Uh, I think I only had two. <laughs> I made one about um, nice feelings. <laughs> mm -hmm. And it was like going out for a walk and you see a dog running around and lying down with their legs. You know, when they spread out their four legs oh, yeah. and you want to like pull out the back legs and you see like the little butt like sticking out <laughs> like that <laughs> or like um you know when you fall asleep uh listening to music mm. and then you wake up in the middle of a song and the song sounds amazing just mm. because you're like kind of like dreaming with the song and mm. then you're like and then you like come back to consciousness and you're like oh my god what is the song yeah, yeah. Mm. i don't know if you've had that but i think no. it's a common thing yeah, no. that was my first scene. <laughs> I That's remember so cool. that, yeah. Oh. Indefinable, nice feelings. Mm. Love that. <laughs> Very cool. Um, and so, Catalina, we roped into it, or were you making zines <laughs> beforehand um, as well? Or? Well, uh, I was always interested in those um, makings Camilla did at home because I like to like drawer and all that too. Mm. So seeing her do it, you know, I was like, wow, you can make things, you know, mm -hmm. um, which is cool. She used to make me like little homework books too. Um, and I remember having the scavenger hunt thing done when we lived out in Avondale and I had to go around the park and all that, like Dora the Explorer and all that. <laughs> um, but that just shows like Camilla's creativity and craftiness and making these like physical things. Um, so, yeah, she's definitely my number one role model inspiration. Um, but I've made my own, like, little magazines after that. Um, my own little comics, my own little cut collage -y things of, like, magazines. Um, I never wrote in it. I just like to design it. Mm. So, yeah. And then when Camilla was doing Zine Fest in 2014, I went and saw her, supported her. It was really cool. And then she got more involved with the committee and all that. And, yeah, she became, like, um, part of the main committee and then became the sole organizer, like, in, what, 2018 or something? Yeah. 2017? 2018. 2018. Yeah. And then, you know, family always helps each other with things. So me and my brother would go along and help her out with things, volunteering and all that. And yeah. then I just enjoyed it more and all that it's hard to find volunteers sometimes <laughs> yeah yeah i would ask mm. her like hey are you free on the weekend can you mm. yeah. do this for six hours <laughs> <laughs> i'll buy you lunch which yeah. is like all good you know it's family like and it's fun yeah and i got to be surrounded by a lot of great people learn a lot of new things so that's what keeps me around and the guilt <laughs> yeah 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 and the guilt no, i think you just because we're right in the middle of like all the zine face stuff that's yeah. why the guilt is stronger now but yeah <laughs> yeah the big market is in two weeks so yeah. we're feeling it right when now. this airs yeah the market will be tomorrow what, what? yeah <laughs> the guilt will be at 100 yeah. <laughs> totally oh my god that's stressful yeah <laughs> that will be good though because we listen to this and they'll be like it's done we just show up. <gasps> That's yeah. so fun. I doubt we'd have time to listen to it on the day, but yeah. You know. <laughs> I'll just play it at the gallery. Oh, <laughs> 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 yeah. Um, so in Auckland, Zine Fest is technically the whole month? Yeah. So in Auckland, um, Zine Fest is like 
July. We always do it in July, which is International Zine Fest Month, Zine Month. Um, mm. So we like to make it um, that we have like workshops, little social events before the final market, which is our most popular event. Mm-hmm. And we do all those little events just to kind of like get people into zines and get to know each other before they see each other at the market and they can mingle and all that. Mm-hmm. And Zinefest has been around for ages, like since 2009. So we're like the next generation of organ- organizers mm. or whatever. Mm. But it's been around for so long and it's always kind of had attached things to it throughout yeah. the month. Yeah. So, yeah, we just continue that format. Cool. Make it a thing. Mm. What, kind of, um, what kind of other workshops and stuff have you already had this month? Um, so we started off with an opening party which is just like a bit of a social thing. Mm-hmm. Um, we had some zines for reading, some performances and that. Oh, and Chloe Swarbrick came to the opening party. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> we saw her like I, I was taking photos of the event. And when I was editing a week later, I was like, oh, my God, I captured Chloe Swarbrick reading a zine. And I was like, oh, my God. Because I heard she was there, but I was like, nah. When she walked in, like <gasps> – all of my friends were like, oh, my God. And one of my friends was trying to convince, I don't know if I, I it's not swearing, I don't know. This were her words. She was like, oh, I'm going to tell my friend Chloe Swarbrick is here. She said, dyke magnet. That's great. Yeah. She yeah. showed up. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's nice as well to see her there because um, in 2019, the last time we had the physical market, we always do a best of the fest awards and we got her as a judge then, you know, mm-hmm. before she was in the lectures, it became the Auckland MP, Auckland Central MP. Um, but yeah, it's nice to see that she's still supporting these events and mm. all the voices that come out through ZineFest, um, mm. Auckland ZineFest, yeah. And then we also had the 24-hour zine-making challenge. Yeah. Was that last? No, the weekend before last. Yeah. Had, had you done something like that before? Yeah, we've done it in previous years before. Um, uh, I don't think I've done one before, but I remember seeing it advertised. Have you yeah. done one, Kamal? Um, kind of, because um, I've taken, I've signed up for it, but I've never actually <laughs> finished a zine. <laughs> Because usually in July, the film festival's also on. So I'd be like, oh, I'm going to make a zine. And then, oh, bye, I have a movie to go to. (laughs) And then I would never finish it. But there's no, well, I didn't do it this year either. (laughs) But it's a cool, it's a cool challenge. Yeah. Yeah. We had a big turnout, which was nice and met more people. Huge range of zines too, because the challenges that we they when people show up on the start of the challenge they have to randomly select um a genre of zines and also a subject for their zine as well and then they just make something out of that and then three o'clock the next day get the hand-ins and it's really cool to see what they make Mm. cool and what happens with those completed zines so those go into the best of the fest awards that we have just as a category um and also they get donated to the auckland city city zine library which oh. is cool, yeah. Yeah. Um, and yeah, you know, it's just a thing to try out. A yeah. lot of the people didn't make zines for the first time when they went. Yeah, there were a lot of new zine makers mm. at the challenge, ah. which is good because it's a good way. I guess the hardest part of making a zine is like choosing yeah. <laughs> what to do yeah. and like how to fill up the pages. Definitely. But yeah. when you give them like, like the subject was like kind of – they Loose. were kind of suggestions, yeah. so we were like, 
genealogy. I don't know. You can talk yeah. about your fucker papa or yeah. I don't know, whatever, or the geone- genealogy of a potato, like yeah. anything. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and then the genre, there was like comic, personal zine, literary zine. Um, political zine. Political zine. Did I say per zine? <laughs> was there a how to category? Yes. 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 That's the one. Yeah. 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 So loves the how to zine. So. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah, and the subjects were kind of inspired by the library, which made it kind of quirky, fun, you know, because who has biology? People would get biology and it'd be like, try it out, you know? Like, mm. what can you do with biology and comic zine, you know? Mm. Something real freaky or like, <laughs> I don't know, abstract. Who knows? Yeah. 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 Cool. Oh, and other workshops, we got like a comic workshop coming up. Um, tomorrow we have a bookbinding workshop with um, the AUT Zine Club. Oh, cool. And then on Sunday we got like a little craft craft Sunday thing. Oh, the lino can, cut. Yeah, just do lino cutting. Mm. Um, next week we've got another little social event, speed zining. Mm-hmm. That's one we're excited about. And we've they've we've done it before at Auckland Zine Fest. It's like speed dating but with zines. Yeah. <laughs> Really cool, yeah. That's really cool. Except you don't have to date anyone. Yeah, you just talk to strangers. <laughs> you don't have to commit. Yeah, yeah. no pressure. <laughs> it's great. That's awesome. What a cute little, cute yeah. little event. I think it's fun. Yeah. Um, and over the time that you've been involved with Zine Fest, how has sort of like, I guess, your relationship with your own creativity changed? Because, I mean, initially you got into it. I mean, mm. at least for Camilla, you got into it because you were mm. creator and maker. Um, I haven't really made any zines since I started organizing Zine Fest. Yeah. I think you just get so... I, I don't know. Yeah, you just want to make, like, help people make their work. And you're looking mm. at all these cool zines that you kind of get your... The kick out of zines that way. Yeah. Mm. Um, but it helped me a lot, um, just like developing my own skills, I guess, because I'd like I never studied art or design or anything. Mm-hmm. But then, like by making zines, I had to like learn how to do those things, mm-hmm. uh, and that helped me a lot. Yeah, yeah. So it was good. <laughs> what about for you, Catalina? Um, Are you still making zines? Well, somewhat. Like I plan zines, I just don't start them. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I have been a storeholder before, and I've made some zines, but it's been like a couple years since I've been like, made like a legit zine. Hmm. Um, but being introduced to zine making, like I think it helped me kind of find a a platform to kind of you know put creative ideas and thoughts into practice and like actually make it or publish it, you know. Mm. Um, instead of something like digitally or like a huge project, you know, I'm like definitely a print person and I like hands-on things. So, yeah, and it's given me the opportunity to learn things like binding and all that and mm. put it all together. Mm. Yeah. Mm. You were saying earlier, Camilla, that you're a bit of an introvert. Catalina, would you say you're the same or would you say you're more of an extrovert? <laughs> I think I'm an extrovert. Mm. It took me a while to really realise that. Um, but I I kind of learned that because in high school um, I was like a huge K-pop fan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. I've like 
been to Sydney twice to go see BTS. Oh, wow. <laughs> like, I got my first job because of it. What? Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> I know. Uh, taking that tangent. <laughs> yeah. Tell, tell me more about that, well, please. Well, pretty much... Um, I've been into K-pop since like 2010, just through stumbling through YouTube, all that. Mm -hmm. And like, like, you know, teenagers, they always go through different music, mm. all that. Did but you then, have a group of friends at school who were also? No, at, not at school. Like mm. online, I, uh. which is probably weird, but I went to meet up with strangers. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> I, I did through that. Through Facebook, yeah. Yo, I did that when I was a teenager. Yeah. And this was like way more loose internet times, you know, <laughs> like this was dark ages God, for the internet and what did I, you do it for um i just had a group of friends from another school like i had a oh. friend who had moved schools yeah because i grew up up north and Ooh. i had a friend who'd moved schools to auckland and then she had a group of friends mm. and what we used to do on msn messenger <laughs> is you could save your contacts list and then share it with someone else and then oh. you'd get all their contacts yeah. What? so yeah yeah <laughs> so um I'd have all her contacts in my contact list. And so I just started talking to them. Whoa. And so I ended up having this big group of friends from a school. She didn't end up going to the same school as them. She went what? to another school, like at high school. And so um, I ended up with this group of friends from another school. Cool. <laughs> no, yeah, <laughs> that's like fun. When I met up with them, I was meeting up with strangers a lot of the time. <laughs> like, I don't know who these people were. Um, Damn. But, I mean, yeah. It's a legit thing. I mean, like, yeah. listeners stay safe on the internet. Definitely. You know, never meet up with someone yeah. that you don't know or try. I don't know. Daytime. Rules net safe. Look it up. But yeah. um, <laughs> anyway, back to the K-pop story. I mean, there's not much to tell. Like, yes, I, there is. Yes, well, there is. So you had friends on the internet. Yeah, I had friends on the internet, you know, worldwide and then also in New Zealand. <laughs> Thanks, Auckland K-pop NZ fans. Shout out. Yeah. Um, and I met up with people and then I just started being friends with them. And it was also around the time I was going to a new high school. Mm -hmm. So I was kind of like, I don't know these people. So then I got these, this huge group of friends and met all these people through K-pop, but I was kind of like a loner in high school. So mm. it was weird because I'd be like, kind of like, not a loner, but. Yeah, kind of a loner yeah. in high school. But then I'd go out after school and be like, <laughs> the real you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a bit weird. And you no. used to do the dancing, the dance. Yeah, yeah, Camilla would pick me up from like a K-pop dance I workshop drop, thing. Drop her off at Newmarket and she's like, oh yeah, I'm going to dance with my friends. And they were like 10 years older than her. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's the thing as well. That's the dodgiest thing. They weren't friends from another school. Only two of them were. But the others were like, uni students or something right yeah so that's why i'm like that's kind of weird to think but about you did it. like dancing yeah, yeah yeah i wasn't the best i just who yeah. cares i know <laughs> it was fun yeah imagine if we only got into stuff because we were the best at it true imagine yeah. how we wouldn't get into zines. zine fest would be <laughs> so true there'd be like five people there or something. No. yeah no right i love the shitty zines me I too love, i love me a people think zine. yeah <laughs> people think zines have to be so uh like polished and you have to bind it real nice print it real nice risograph it but like you can just print it out at the library or your mm. work or Warehouse stationery, whatever, <laughs> you know, and mm. staple it and it's fine. Like, it's yeah. about the content, really. Yeah, yeah, um, for sure. Yeah. But I guess um, to kind of connect yeah. K-pop 
to yes. cuisine first. Please, please, please. Um, well, I'm always drawn to like community things mm. and I used to help organise like um, K-pop events like picnics and this thing called K-Fest that was a few mm. years back. So I always liked doing events and things that brought people together. So I was just attracted to Zine Fest because mm. it was like, yes. Mixing creativity mm. with events. Mm. So were those K-pop events where you got your first job? Or was that... It was all free, volunteer. Okay, hey, right. I was young. Or was that another young. yarn about BTS in your first job? Because I'm imagining... Oh, sorry. Um, My first job was at a bakery and I had to save up to go to Sydney. For oh, BTS. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> so okay. the connection is you needed money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was not... Unfortunately, I, I thought that like you nah. went to a BTS concert and someone up on stage was like, I'm giving you a job oh, in event no. management. I'm so sorry. That would be so cool. <laughs> unfortunately, not. It's all right. It's all right. No. My yeah. only flex is that I knew BTS since 2014. Great. So, mm. Yeah. That's all. A way back fan. <laughs> yeah. Um, Okay, yeah. Um, so, but that's how you got into sort of like the event management sort of side of things. Yeah, definitely. And just kind of all that. I was in some, like, I was in the K-pop club, K-pop mm. planner at Auckland Uni and all that. Mm. So that was kind of some event stuff. And yeah, you know, I always just like to bring people together. Mm. Mm. But event management isn't like what you're studying to do. No, uh, it's not my profession. Mm. Or, well, because I'm still a student and mm. I haven't really, yeah, I'm still starting off my career. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got all sorts of options yeah. open to you. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what you want to do? Um. Well, I did communication design at AUT. I'm doing creative creative advertising now and then doing the zine fest stuff in the end i pretty much just want to make like a nice little studio space to have workshops in and mm. have accessible printing and all that mm. for creating zines and all that so zine fest has really helped me out like get a clear goal and that yeah. and you can just do whatever on the way but yeah yeah that would be so rad. We so need that in Auckland. Yeah, because we've had like Inky Palms and we have Strange Goods coming up now. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, like I guess I want to shift it a bit. Like we've gone, me and Camilla have gone to Melbourne as a family in 2018 and we saw this cool zine workshop place and it was like, like Strange Goods but bigger and yeah huge and I was like wow mm. and then I went to Japan in 2019 and I saw this thing called Jumbo Press and it was this big RISO printing workshop and workspace and shop and I was like wow you know you can bring this to Auckland and mm. yeah I'm sure mm. a lot of people have thought of that but it doesn't <laughs> matter if a lot of people have thought of it you know again someone's gonna do it but I want to do it hopefully yeah. can do yes it. yeah definitely yeah. you can if you can if you can run zine fest you can open up a zine space yeah i right? think so yeah. yeah me and camilla's um because i do a lot of the social extroverted stuff but camilla does quite a lot of that admin -y stuff mm. um and she's looking into trying to like incorporate no not incorporate what do you call it i don't know what you're going to say not non-profit oh oh yeah so we so we're not a registered organization yeah mm -hmm. uh but we want to set up a trust so that we can get because we get funding from creative communities mm -hmm. but 
when we get the funding, it goes to like our personal account yeah. and it uh, feels really dodgy. It does. And it's like, yeah. this is weird. This is a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, yeah, we want to set up a trust so that we can, you know, keep our accounts together. Yeah. We can have like more of a solid committee. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, you know, just operate better. Yeah. yeah. Set up nice professional boundaries. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then hopefully there'll be more people that will want to, like, run it. Yeah. Because right? yeah. I think Wellington Zine Fest have done that, mm. like, in the past year. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. We've been talking. <laughs> we talk with all the other Zine Fest, like, yes. the Hamilton Zine Fest. And we're like, how did they do it? What's the secret? <laughs> yeah. when you go online, it's just like, oh, this is so daunting. Yeah. Like, you need yeah. a lawyer and you need to write all this stuff. <sighs> Weird. Uh, but, mm. but we'll get there. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah. 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 Mm. It's it's nice to keep in contact with the different Zine Fests though. Because mm. like Todanga Zine Fest is this coming weekend on the yes. 24th. Yeah. And last weekend was Wellington Zine Fest's um, winter, winter one, mm. which is cool. Mm. And Hamilton was a couple months back. Yep. Um, yeah, it was in mm. May, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. Um, and I think even like Dunedin's had one. I think they just like go in and out sometimes, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, it's really nice that like New Zealand has got – it's mm. huge community for zines. Mm. Strong, strong scene. Mm. Yeah. Zine, zine. It's definitely <laughs> the, the zine scene is definitely a little bit, from my perspective mm. anyway, because like I'm in the zine scene, yeah. but I also have a the vast majority of, I'd say, both my social and creative community is not in the zine scene. <laughs> so I feel like it's a little bit, if you know, you know, yep. kind mm. of thing. And I feel like it's going to be spaces like what you're suggesting, Catalina, that is going to possibly tip it over from if you know, you know, to like an actual like mainstream recognized yeah. thing that yeah. if you're like, oh, it's Zen Fest this weekend that people are like, I know what that is. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, yeah. And I think accessibility starts quite often with physical mm. spaces mm. as totally. well. Yeah. Um, and it's what you were saying before about um, like zines don't have to be amazing and beautiful. Like you can just, you know, go to warehouse stationery and yeah. staple it. Shout out. That's what I do. But I mean, there's still somewhat of a barrier there. And, mm. the, and the way that zines started was as a medium for people who did not have access yeah. to printing things. So creating a physical space just also creates that access so that Definitely. anybody can make a zine. And that that's sort of the philosophy, right? Yeah. The zine is something that anybody should be able to make. Yeah, definitely. Mm. Um, in my last year at communication design major mm. or whatever, um, I kind of did my capstone project around zines for representation and all so that. So your what project? Capstone project. Is that the What's right that? thing? Like your final year project oh, at your okay. final year at oh. uni and all that. Oh, I've never um, heard to it referred that way, but that's cool. Yeah? I like that. Yeah. I thought that was the way people refer to it. I'm I sorry. love it. Great. No, don't <laughs> apologize. <laughs> so I did that. Um, and that just gave me a chance to really look into the history of it mm. and the, I guess, the philosophy of it too mm. and origins. And yeah, like it's, it's weird. It is a if you know, you know thing which is kind of the point, but also oh. we do want to make it more mainstream. So, you know, it spreads further, mm. right? What do you mean it's kind of the point? I'm like, curious. Because 
Um, if you look at it, like, I think zines go back from 1930s and it was for, like, science fiction fans and it's, like, distributed to those niche fans and that. And so it is if you know, you know, right? Mm, I see what you mean. Yeah. That they're made for the audience of people who need, want to or, or need to hear yeah, those stories. for those that don't see their interests or their stories or perspectives in mm. the mainstream. Mm. Um, but it's, I don't know, I've heard like people tell me, oh, I had to do a project on zines at uni. And it's like, so people know about the format but don't know that it's like right mm. around them or something. Mm. I guess you need to find like your zine community as well. Yeah. Because there's mm. a lot of different zine communities. Very true, yeah. There's like the design zines yeah. and the more political zines. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. With any genre, yeah. Mm. Mm. That's true. And I guess there's also a little bit, I don't know, this is the cynic in me, the... <laughs> The risk of, and possibly also a little bit wishful thinking, the risk of zines being like co-opted in a way. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. they're a, the cheap and easy medium. Hell, like any corporation could make a zine. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And like, like I guess earlier we were discussing podcasts and how every celebrity's got a podcast now. Mm. A zine could be co-opted. The Obama but, zine. Yeah. <laughs> Obama has a monthly zine. Like, I doubt it, but... Oh, my God, imagine. Yeah. That would be... That would not work well. No. <laughs> it would be impossible to distribute. I think yeah. that's the other thing. It's like it's a physical medium mm. and, like, an, an age of digital, <laughs> of digital technology. Mm. So I guess maybe that's part of the charm where, like... You gotta get your hands on the pamphlet. Yeah. And where mm. do you find it? Yeah. Mm. And people make them like online with PDF and websites like Issue, where you can virtually see it, like a magazine. Yeah. Um, but it's you know not the same, and it's really nice to have a physical collection. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, for sure. Um, how do you feel about? Um, this might be a bit controversial, but whatever, I'll, I'll go there. <laughs> um, Wellington Zine Fest's decision. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we know, we know. This We've year, <laughs> this year um, it was, they trialled it just with their winter market, I think, yep. yeah. um, to have no items over $5. Five dollars. Yeah. And I th did they also restrict it to only zines, so no merch or... I don't or know. I don't know if they did. I think it was just five dollars. Yeah, yeah, I think they preferred zines. Yeah, but I think part of the five dollar sure. cap was also to the make it more about yeah. zines. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, what are your thoughts on it? I think I think it's a good challenge for mm. zine makers. Mm. Mm -hmm. Like, obviously, not everyone will be able to make their zines. Like, they would. I don't know. Imagine. If there's an artist that makes like beautifully bound zines, like they wouldn't be able to work in that format, but maybe it would push them to try that. Yeah. Mm. So I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's fine for just the winter market. Like, because yeah, I guess that's what happens. And Auckland Zine Fest too, like you have a lot of people making zines that they spend a lot of time and money making them. Mm -hmm. And then the way they make, they pay themselves back, I guess, is by selling prints or stickers yeah. or. Some people even sell shirts and yeah. jewelry. Yeah, jewelry. Mm. <laughs> yes, <Earrings>. shoes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Shout out Sunny for the shoes. Yes. The <laughs> shoes. <laughs> I've seen.
seen like little um, pottery as well. Yeah, true. Mm. Ceramics. Yeah, yeah ceramics. Mm. So I think, I don't know, like in a way I'm like, no, zines only. But then also I like the little extra yeah. bits. Yeah. But yeah, you kind of need to monitor it. So it's not just an arts and craft market. Yeah. It's a zine, zine mm. market. Yeah. Or else mm. it can be overshadowed by all those crafts. Whereas, you know, there's always a craft market you can go to. Yeah. But mm. we're Auckland Zine Fest, so, yeah, we got to champion zines. Mm. Um, yeah, I think the $5 mark was – when I first saw it, I was like, oh, yeah, totally. Because when I go to Zine Fest, um, I spend, like, definitely, like, $80 or 100 or more, you know. Yeah. I got to save for it because – you know, there are so many storeholders and so many people that sell great things and I want to buy it all, you know. Mm. So I get it. Like it's it's a privilege to have that money and be able to spend it on things like that. Mm. Um, of course, sometimes you just buy like a little $2 thing or a dollar thing or they have like free little prints from mm. like five years ago or something. You follow them on Instagram. Yeah, <laughs> you can like pay them in different ways, right? Mm. So I, I was for the $5 thing um, and then I kind of thought about it more and saw their uh, comments more and, you know, we're talking about the response they got. And, yeah, I thought about the people that, you know, put their lives into making comics or put their lives into making these photographs or prints or writing and literature. Um, and, you know, it gets picked up by all these different people but – they don't get much out of it. Mm. So I was like, mm, yeah, it is limiting. Mm. But I think, yeah, if it was just for the winter market, that's chill. Like if it was just for a little market, cool. Mm. But for like a big thing, because like Wellington scene is so huge. Mm. Um, yeah, I don't know if the $5 limit for the big event would yeah. work. There needs to be space for both. Yeah, yeah. 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 And I guess you don't want to categorise – be like under five over here over five over <laughs> yeah here. You know, that might be weird yeah um but i like that they kind of started this conversation about yeah. it because a lot of people ask us um how much to price things and mm. all that you know and when camilla started it was like definitely cheaper like three dollars for an a5 like mm. 16 page zine or something like that but now it's like five dollars for it or which is fair, you know, but yeah. I guess it just comes with inflation or changing. Yeah, mm. yeah true. Um, speaking of sort of like changes and ideas around how to run Zine Fest, have there been any, um, any things that the two of you have implemented in the years that you've worked together? Or, I mean, like last year was COVID, right? Mm. Like... Mm. Any sort of like challenges that you face together where you're like, oh man, <laughs> how are we going to do this? Yeah. Or, yeah. Well, last year was one of my first years as being like the big dog in the committee. <laughs> That's what I'm going to call you from now on, big dog. Big dog. I don't know. Just like the point of contact, I guess. Yeah. Because Camilla works full time and, um, you know, she gets busy with all these things. Mm. And it's a bit of a burden sometimes. Um, mm. not, not a burden. But. <laughs> <laughs> not, yeah, because I used to work at festivals yeah. and like it's like seven days a week. You yeah. Know, like you work until like 11 p.m. Yeah. Like yeah. all day. And then like trying to like update the website yeah, <laughs> at the yeah. same time. Mm. You're just like, I can't do this. So yeah. like 
I sort of like handed it over um, to Catalina yeah. for the 2020 yeah. festival and then COVID. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and me and Camilla were in lockdown together, that first lockdown together, because we all left Auckland <laughs> and went up to we our family house in Paparoa up north. Um, which was really nice, mm. but we it gave us a chance to kind of like talk about it daily, think about like, oh, we can do this, we can do this. What do we do? You know, what about funding and people and safety and all that? Yeah, and um, we came up with the idea to put it online to still get submissions from storeholders and give them a platform to sell online. Yep. Um, free of charge, no fees, nothing like that. Um, thankfully, it was like all approved and all good with the funding, Creative yeah. NZ. And yeah, it was just cool to make the website. It was a chance to update the dodgy WordPress website. <laughs> mm. It wasn't too dodgy, but uh, yeah, lost I password. It got dated. Yeah. No, we didn't lose the password. Oh, it's complicated. That's why we need to become a proper <laughs> organization because we've had like lots of. We've had lots of different organizers. Yeah. Like um, the first organizer, she was still hosting the website and oh. we couldn't get her to like transfer it to our hosting. Yeah. Thing. Uh, <laughs> and last year, you know, COVID. Um, did they have like kids or anything? Or? Yeah, I think she has a baby. Yeah, she's got a baby. She's busy and we're trying to email her. What's the link? Can you transfer it? And she's like, oh. I don't know. Um, no, she help, She was helpful, but it was just yeah. really hard. Of it was course, that would have been really challenging for her. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like trying to figure it out. Yeah, and none of us knew. Um, so we just made a new website and that. Um, but it worked out. There was definitely challenges. Um, like getting things all together. By the time Zinefest came around in July, we still got like some physical... Uh, the small events like a little a little opening, a little workshops and strange goods and all that. Mm. So it was nice. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I don't mm. think we would do it again. Online scene first. Yeah. Yeah. Not until we organize organ yeah. trust. Mm. Yeah. I guess I guess it would be cool if you could like buy zines online, but I guess that's people don't really buy zines nah. online. Yeah. yeah. Only really specific go. artists do, I think. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, true. Mm. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, yes. So the last zine fest that Auckland had then was in 2019. Yeah. Mm. Um, how would you – maybe the first question is what did you like about 2019 zine fest that you would want to see again this year? Oh, so one of the things we did in 2019 was – do the zine fest over two days Ooh, oh yeah. yeah so it used to be a single day and it was hectic <laughs> it was so hectic because oh, wow. we had like i don't know 80 plus doll yeah. holders mm. trying and to fit into like 30 tables yeah. and this this was like on um is it the mezzanine floor or yeah, yeah. the mezzanine floor in the art gallery yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 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 and it looks yeah because it, it looks quite small but then like when we've looked at other venues they're also small and mm. the gallery are really good to us and let us have the zine fest there for free. Yeah. Wow, shout out to our gallery. So and like, they wow. like support us so much. Um, but yeah, we did it in 2019. We did it over two days just yep. as a trial. And we got 
We got some good and bad feedback. Yeah. I guess it was way more calm. And yeah, yeah a lot of zine makers are introverted like me. Mm. <laughs> and they don't really want to be like, yeah, surrounded by noise um, mm. all day. So, yeah, that was one of the really good feedback. Um, but then other people thought, oh, you don't get to see all the zine makers in one day. Mm. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think this year we're kind of promoting it better um, so people know which stall holders are which day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they can, like, make a day of it or come back the next day and kind of plan it better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. And in 2019 you guys also did – was that – the first time in a while you guys did talks too? Or? Uh, no, did we didn't do 2018? talks 2019. I think 2018. Oh, yeah. But there's always been talks at Zinefest. Mm. But, yeah, they're, they're always really good. Um, we, like, invite um, zine makers to talk about zines or do, like, panels. Because, um, yeah, there's so, there's so many cool zines coming yeah. out. Like, I'm of a different generation and I see like what <laughs> the kids are doing now and I'm like, wow, this is so cool. Mm. <laughs> Very true. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I'm a millennial. <laughs> I am Gen Z. <laughs> <laughs> I think. Yeah, I am. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? Um, I was going to ask a more negative question, but um, I'm not going to. I'm going to ask. You can. No, because I'm more curious about this. Okay. <laughs> okay. I will ask a negative. We'll we'll circle back around to yeah. the negativity. Um, <laughs> what would you say are some of the things that are different between millennial zines and Gen Z <laughs> zines? Because I'd agree that there's a difference. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I've I've only made zines mm. for a very short amount of time, but I'm also of an older generation. <laughs> um, I don't know if I can speak for the whole. <laughs> no, do it. Right. I mean, spitball some ideas. Okay, yeah. some ideas. I feel like millennials are way more into like personal zines. These mm. are my thoughts. Mm. <laughs> this is what I did in my travels. And mm. um, Gen Zs kind of have more of a purpose, maybe. Yeah. And they're kind of like trying to advocate for something bigger. True. Not not necessarily, but I don't know. Yeah, it feels I like guess, it's more of a purpose. Yeah, I get what you mean though. Yeah, like even if you have a personal zine, it can have an underlying theme or yep. um, kind of yeah. subject you're advocating for, you know. Yeah. Um, and I guess that just goes with like Gen Z being known for being more of the that new generation for advocacy and yeah. like, you know, climate change and all yeah. these other things. And, yeah. Um, I guess zines just really help with that, you know. For sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Lots of mental health scenes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. A lot. Yeah. Which yeah. I love. I love that. I think that's for both generations though. Everyone, yeah. Everyone's anxious and depressed. Yeah. That's definitely yeah. the most common theme between mm. both generations, which is cool. Yeah. Um, I guess another thing might be like, um art like digital art mm. it's more digital art that looks gritty or something um mm. but the older generation is definitely like more pen to paper i yeah. think um yeah yeah maybe because i don't know no nah. everyone's got access to youtube so it's fine yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i don't know yeah but that's yeah that's interesting um about the difference between maybe millennials having more personal zines and gen z being more political mm. because I feel like as myself <laughs> I would feel weird 
sometimes not some I, I think just generally sometimes being like who am I to speak yeah. on this issue do you know mm, what I mean right yeah. so doing a personal zine might be easier because I'm like mm. at least this is something that I definitely know about yeah, yeah. whereas I feel like Gen Z is way more rambunctious in that way and they're like ah no I'm gonna <laughs> speak out about this because it's important you know yeah <laughs> which I really appreciate as well yeah. you know it's interesting yeah and mm. I mean, I definitely have the thought of, like, who am I sometimes, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Not who am I, but who am I to yeah. do this? Yeah. God. Yeah, yeah. I mean, both those thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> <Gosh>. <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> um, but I guess Gen Z are, like, they know where to find the right information or they know what things to talk about mm. that they know about, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah. Because it's always something to advocate for you know like yeah we I I like zines and political zines that talk about shit going on in New Zealand and all that and you know those zines at the art gallery it reaches a wide audience Mm. huge audience and then you get like you know Mm. a Ponsonby like (laughs) woman coming through or man you know and reading and then it's like oh you know and it's like they I don't know. I, they think New Zealand's really great and all that, but you know, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. 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 Let privilege. me tell you something. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I don't know. I I just like that these Gen Z zines are still getting across and bringing out those ideas that still need focus. You know, because things are pretty good. We're in the twenty first century. Things are pretty good, but shit's still going down. Yeah, <laughs> hard. Yeah, I don't know. No, no. I mean, I, I think that's. I feel like that's totally. God. That no, and I feel like that's totally the point of zines, right? Mm. Right. Like, there's an element of celebration in zines, but yeah. there's also an element of like really challenging the status quo. Yeah. That's that's always been something in zines, right? Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but yeah. Just for the record, you know. A zine about anything is also valued, you know. Yeah, yeah. oh, with 100%. no purpose. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. Even the personal zines have a huge purpose. Totally. Like I've become mm. like there's this lady at work who I'm really trying to get into zines. She like sees a therapist <laughs> and stuff. Someone. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, this is what my therapist was telling me to do. I should make a zine, and they kind of connect with what other people have mm. done because yeah. it's yes. it's really good in that way too. Like not just reading them, but also making them. Yeah, people that make them get yeah. a lot a lot from it. Yeah. Mm. And you can find communities through them as well, which is nice. I guess going back to how um, the if you know, you know point, mm. you know, these zines are made by people that know these experiences and know them. And then it, it reaches the people that do know them as well mm. and they feel inspired by them. And mm. it's like a real, it can be healing too as well. Yes. Yeah. Mm. yeah. 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 100%. Mm. All right, so go back around to my negative question. Okay. Uh-oh. Something <laughs> about <laughs> something about the 2019 Zine Fest or Zine Fest market specifically, um, which you definitely want to do differently. So one of the things that you said you're going to do differently is in your in your communication, your marketing, making it really clear mm. what storeholders are on what day. But what else would you like to change or do differently this year? Or have you planned to change or do differently this year? Um. If there's anything. I guess, I don't know. Well, Camilla was the, like, the primary organiser for 2019. I guess you have more, like, actual 
Oh, I guess, yeah. On, in 2019, we didn't know, do like a lot of, we had some activities uh, mm. at the market, but not so many. And now we're bringing a lot more activities during the day so people mm. can make like a day out of it. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, we're trying to communicate better with stallholders as well because mm. it can be really alienating for people who've like never like have made their zines alone yeah. in the room and then they go out and there's like a thousand people. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I guess that is yeah. like we're going to bring some talks back that Catalina has been organizing with the zine makers. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah, I guess just like, yeah, marketing it as two different days and, you know, yeah, adding different activities like talks and also like a workshop alongside or just like a chill out space, you know, yeah. alongside. Oh, yes. We have a we have a little cafeteria for the still holders. Yeah, this year. <laughs> that's one of the biggest things. Oh we've my god, I'm got. so excited! Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Camilla's made this great booklet of info for storeholders, and yeah, because you're a storeholder, right? I am a storeholder. Yes, <laughs> yeah, we're gonna yeah. have coffee. We're gonna have snacks. Oh uh, my god! Yes, yes. private yes. access into the yeah. Oh my god! Breakout room. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Which is good because, like, it's so overwhelming at the market. Yeah. Um, and we also want to make sure the experience for the people that come, um, that they can make a day out of it. You know, you're in town, you pay to get in, you pay for parking, whatever, you know. Um, mm. And you want to get the most out of it. Yeah. You know, and plan your day around it. Like, oh, I'll come this day and then maybe I'll come back next day or, you know, things like that. Mm. Um yeah, and I guess, what else? I guess this year as well, well, every year is always a year for improvement. Yeah. And mm. I think ZineFest definitely improves every year. Yeah. Um, it gets bigger and also more organized than that. And this year I think we've done good in terms of, like, getting things together and getting people that want to help out as well mm-hmm. and want to put the time and effort into it. We have mm. weekly meetings at mm. the makerspace at the library. <laughs> <laughs> we just go in there and they kick us out at 8 o'clock. Um, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> but it's nice, you know, and then you can kind of be like, you know, we're doing this for a reason and there are people that care about it too, you know. Yeah. You're not just mm. doing it into a void. Yeah. They just show up and then leave, you know. Like yeah. it's people want it and yeah. appreciate it. Yeah. Mm. yeah. I guess having, yeah, having that community of other keen people around you is really important. Yeah. Um, but have you found that working together has made it a little bit easier to keep your eye on the purpose and keep yourself grounded in that way? Yeah. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. I think we're like, yeah, because it's really hard to work with volunteers, but I think we have kind of like similar work ethic. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah we, like true. once we commit to something, we're like really responsible for it. Yeah. Um. And I think that's really kind of transpired to the rest of the volunteers. Where mm. now we're we're they're all kind of friends, and now we're all friends. So yep. there's like more of a commitment um, to get things done. And like our mm. friend Yara, Yara Gelpi, yes. <laughs> shout out, yeah, she's been amazing at like yeah. organizing the party. And she's like, oh, you jokingly call her like boss, boss. girl. <laughs> she's like, cause she, yeah, she boss babe. Like she's like a. Oh, girl boss. Girl oh, boss. Yeah. Girl she boss. does girl boss stuff. Like, yeah, you know, like 
we've relied on her a lot this year to do a lot of like the admin stuff too that we don't have time it's for like as well. Booking venues, booking sound systems, yeah, booking contacting all the people, bands. you know, yeah, bands especially all yeah. that. Um, and just for idea generation and bouncing things off because she's been a store holder before and mm. a zine maker and a mm. creative too. Mm-hmm. I think she does photography and just um, all these things. And she volunteers for 350 Aotearoa. Aotearoa, yeah, mm. which is cool. Um, so seeing that, you know, she puts commitment there and then she puts commitment here as well. Mm. It's really nice, like, to bring the two together. Mm. That's cool. Yeah. That's really rad. Yeah. Yeah. So important to have people around you who have, like, the same yeah. co-papa. And Definitely. Can, and it's nice to, like – be able to really identify what everybody can contribute as yeah. well. Yeah. Um, which I imagine when you make the moves to turn this into a re- registered, what is Trust it called? Organization. Organization, yeah, yeah. An <laughs> non-profit yeah. organization. A legal thing. Yeah. Um, not that it's illegal <laughs> now, but <laughs> a legally recognized yes. thing. Um that it'll be a lot easier to do those sorts of things Definitely. as well. Mm, yeah. Um, we'll be able to, um, you know, show up and tell these people, this is recognized, this is legit, you know, your work is not undervalued, you know, and hopefully we'll be able to like, um, hope, you know, through funding and that, get be able to pay them more, all that. Mm. Like we do try to give our volunteers things back you know mm, reciprocate yeah mm. yeah whether it be a meal or um bound we have never paid for a meal <laughs> no? <laughs> no we haven't i paid no we paid <laughs> we paid last year oh okay sorry, sorry. <laughs> but we're gonna give them merch and friendship yeah <laughs> mm. merch and friendship mm. Mm. but yeah like i did the funding application and that was one of like the Whole. things for it like paying volunteers you know because like it's uh. it's needed or we're just reciprocating mm. a koha or something yeah 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 mm. 100%. that's a lot of work <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah yeah all right um i'm looking at the time and it looks like it is time for haiku <gasps> oh 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 no wait was i meant to write a haiku Yes. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> Shit, I totally forgot. Oh, Sorry, you both forgot. Well, oh, frick. Do you reckon you can do it off the bat? Totally. No? Yeah? yeah. Okay, so it's 575, right? So, yeah, 575. And the idea is that it's about your sister. Oh! Okay. Can you do it? So, yeah. 575. 575. I can see you counting on your fingers. <laughs> What made you think of this or why haiku? <laughs> um, because I'm a poet and I was oh, like, yeah. how can I get poetry into this podcast? True, <laughs> true. Yeah. Okay. Um, and it's always just a nice way to sort of like remind each other why, why you love each other. <laughs> or don't, whatever, you know. Either way is fine. Can it be cheesy? Like, yes, is it right go, if it's cheesy? cheesy? Yeah, oh, please. Have you got one? Um, I guess so. Go, I don't know. Go for it. Go for it. Go for it. it. No. no. Okay. <laughs> Not even close. Okay. Oh, God. 
Well, we always express our love to each other, so that's fine. We do, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, okay. Dearest Camila, I appreciate... Ah, no, 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 let me do it again. <laughs> I had it in my head, but it didn't sound right. Here we go. God, Jesus Christ. <laughs> To my dearest Camila, <laughs> I owe everything to your amazing, wonderful, <laughs> beautiful care. No, that's I not right. Some words. <laughs> I'm sorry. Never mind. Uh, you could say. I owe everything to your amazing mind. I owe oh. everything to your amazing oh mind. God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's it. I owe everything to your amazing mind. I owe everything what? to your amazing mind. Yeah? <laughs> I'm not sure what you're counting anymore. Mine? I can't it's just one. It's just okay, Camila? Okay, I think I just have the first line. Go. Girl boss zine master... Catalina is lit. <laughs> lit. That's the first time I've heard I'm, you say lit. I'm I'm really buzzing out at the way that you count on your hands. Just by the way, you like start at the pinky and then go to like the pointing finger. I don't know what's going on. How would you do there. it? I have always done it like that. Do you start with a thumb? Oh, with index. Yeah, index, and then thumb last. Oh, but then what yeah. if you miss out on the thumb? I know, I know. Most people... <laughs> Index, most, no. Most German-speaking people start with the thumb, which is what my family does, one, and then I start with the index. Yeah. What? Oh. Does your family speak German? Was, yeah. yeah, we speak Swiss German at home. Cool. Oh, cool. Yeah. yeah, it's oh, something. That's amazing. Um, what does Gesundheit mean? It means... Good health? Yeah, good health. Oh, good health. Yeah. Oh, it's bless you, right? Like, yeah, essentially, yeah. Cool. Yeah. yeah. It technically doesn't mean good health. It just means health. Oh, okay. <laughs> <But> <laughs> so. Gesund is good. Yeah. No. Um, cool. So you're yeah. German? Swiss German. Swiss mm-hmm. German. Cool. Yeah. Sorry, it's probably not a good time to start asking questions about <laughs> you. That's okay. That's all right. We've got um, a little bit of time for you to brush on your ha- uh, brush up on your haiku. Cool. One of those haiku is going to get filmed downstairs. So, <gasps> oh, great. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's all right. So, it's we, five, five, seven, five. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Far out. Let's, um, let's, let's cut it here so that we can, yep. that we can brush up on those haiku. Okay, cool. Come to the Zenefest Market, which on time of airing will be happening tomorrow. So that is the 31st of July and the 1st of August at the Auckland Art Gallery yeah. from what time? 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. And we got heaps of talks and a little tour of the gallery and also a little zine zone drop in. So make a day of it. Yeah. 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 Come support your friends making zines. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You'll find some interesting stuff. And come support Sarah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, team. Yeah. <laughs> I'm also selling zines and they are cool. I'm doing it with my best friend, Biscetti. Um, yeah, he's coming up all the way from the Hawks Bay. Damn. So, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, wow, wow. 
Cool. Yeah. Awesome. Thank right. you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.